Barbie girl in a Barbie hey. world. Life yep. of plastic. It's fantastic. Uh. Ooh, I'm a Barbie. I'm a doll. I still want to party. A pretty Vada, like, uh, like, a, like I'm ready to bed. I'm a Ted, so I'm pulling a can. Uh, uh, I'm a Barbie. You know, hey Sam, you know what I wanted to do yeah. before uh, before seeing this movie? What to have what? a little barbecue, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? You messed up your own bit. I did, and then did another worse bit. Yes, double down. That's why I blurted. Okay, everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. To a very long conversation about movies and art and TV and whatever else we feel like talking about. I'm your producer, Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Sam Bannigan, how have you been this past week? Uh, good. Busy. Uh, things are busy. I, I don't... I don't understand it. But it just... It is how it is. I keep filling my calendar up with stuff. That's good, yeah? It's, and it's good, it's good, but I'm just not used to it. Right. I'm used to having no stuff on the calendar. Yeah. And now it's like, I got this today, I had Barbenheimer yesterday, I have, I'm have. i hanging out with Griffin later, I got work tomorrow, then I'm going on a date, and then Wednesday I work, and then I might either be going to Magic or going to see another movie, and then Thursday I work, and then Friday I work, and it's just like, there's so many things. Yeah, I hear you. Chugging along. And I'm taking care of a cat this week, so I'm, like, not even at my apartment. Like, I have to go to this other house that's, like, farther away from work, and it's, like, a whole thing. it really be like that. It's a whole thing. <laughs> and I, like, just, the, the, like, I'm happy to, I'm happy to help out a pal and, like, and cat sit. Um, But I, like, just got settled into my new house, <laughs> my new apartment. I, like, got lights set up. I'm, like, getting some new other stuff to, like, get set up. I want to start getting more stuff to decorate. I need, like, to get a new shelf and, like, all these different things. I was going to say, I like and your fan. My fan? Your ceiling fan. Oh. Yeah, that, that was not me. That's just there. Yeah, but it's a nice pattern. It is nice. Yeah, it's it's old, uh, but it's, like, a nice wood grain with, like, I don't know what, that, what that's called. Like, wicker accent. Yeah. Sort of thing going on. It's nice. Um, but I like just got settled in here and then I had to leave for a week to go cat sit. So yeah. like, you know, just between all this stuff. Um, yeah. So, I mean, my week is good, but just, you know, busy. How's your week? How you doing? Uh, also good and busy. I've been running around. Uh, yeah. At the speed of sound? At the speed of sound. I was I went to Cody Island for the first time. Uh oh cool. I was laying on the beach and then I saw a show. I saw Peter Pan Goes Wrong. And oh. it was the weirdest thing to be laid on a beach, sipping a beer, and then be in the middle of Times Square like an hour later. It was Yeah. It's like this should have yeah. exist. <laughs> That's not true. That's impossible. I was just laid down on a beach. And now some some person just stopped to took a selfie in front of the M M&M and store. <laughs> Made me almost <laughs> jump in a puddle, trying to avoid them. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. Uh, but no, I've had a great week. Uh, excited for the week ahead. Yeah, been feeling good. Booked and busy, feeling good. And hey, I'm like, you know, I'm like the box office, baby. If the box office is good, I'm good. That's actually a pretty accurate representation of Andrew's mood. (laughs) How good is the box office this weekend? Andrew's probably going to be in a good mood. (laughs) Yeah, if it's a bad weekend, I'm just like, oh, Uh, I'm stressed. (laughs) <laughs> These Indiana fucking Jones billionaires are going to ruin everything. <laughs> That's the, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> fucking Zaslav. Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. But uh, hey, this 
I've had a great weekend. I hope everyone had a great weekend. This weekend will be in the history books. It will. It it definitely will. Pop culture, uh, isn't it fun? Kids will ask us one day, what was Barbenheimer? <laughs> it was it was a beautiful weekend of of joy. Uh, and a combined five hundred and eleven million dollars. <laughs> Fourth week biggest week. <laughs> I haven't even taken the shot yet. <laughs> no, you haven't. Um, fourth biggest weekend in box office history. Avengers yeah. Endgame, number one. Avengers Infinity War, number two. Star Wars, The Force Awakens, number three. Barbenheimer. We did it, folks. Barbenheimer. Folks, we, did we it. got him. <laughs> Um, yeah, Barbenheimer, the, the weekend we have been waiting for, for, I don't even know how long, but I, I know we have been looking forward to this for a hot minute. Like since the day it was announced, since yeah, the we were like, day. we were stoked on it. That executive um, who doesn't work. I wish I knew their names. That doesn't even work at the Weather Brothers anymore. Who just said no? Yeah. Just put it, put Barbie on Christopher Nolan's date. We'll show yeah. him. And they kind of did, but also it helped. I think it helped both of these movies. They needed a win. Yeah, <laughs> this year as a historic institution, they just needed a win. Shazam yeah. and The Flash came out this year. <laughs> That's true. Um, Sh- the but, Flash but, isn't going to uh, make as much as Green Lantern. I know. I told you that last week. <laughs> they needed a win. <laughs> it's true, and they and they fucking got one. Um, yeah. So we flipped a coin last week, but but one of these movies made twice as much money as the other movie. <laughs> so we're gonna do that one instead, yes, and indeed. and we also need some we need some time to uh, digest the other uh, one, <laughs> the other one. Um, so yeah, a combined five hundred and eleven million dollars this this weekend. Should I do Oppenheimer, it now? I'm. I, we're about to reveal the numbers. Oh, okay, all uh, right. Oppenheimer, with a budget of a hundred million dollars, Oppenheimer made a hundred and seventy-five million dollars opening weekend worldwide, and Barbie. With a budget of $145 million, made $337 million opening weekend. See what happens when you, your movie does have a budget of $300 million? You can get a smash hit. You can get a smash hit. It's possible. Look at this. It's It's wonderful. They had COVID protocols uh, too. That that's not it. People are yeah. like, "Well, you have to remember there was COVID protocol." They had COVID protocols too. Still not three hundred million dollars. Still got three hundred mil. Um. Yeah. So a a truly fantastic weekend for for cinema. Yes. Uh, just in general. Um. And uh, the results of of the first half of a bet that me and Andrew have made with each other. Um, I said that Barbie was going to make more money opening weekend and throughout the year. Uh, and Andrew said that Oppenheimer was going to make more weekend, more money throughout the year and opening weekend. And Andrew lost. So Andrew's going to chug <laughs> half a drink. If you go back to that episode, this will paint a much different picture, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what episode that happened in. No idea either. But. One of them. So you let us, or else know. I would have looked it up, or else I would have followed. I would have gone and done some, done some looking. But Andrew's chugging, chug this June shine, this June shine Mai Tai. Is it bubbly? It is. Oh no! It is. 
It's also 2 p.m. in New York. Yes, it is. Everyone knows. <laughs> so everyone knows where Andrew's got to be for this for today. Um, what a what a time. Um, so Barbie this week we are made money. We're gonna do Barbie. Mar- Barbie made money. Greta Gerwig's hit, smash hit, 2023's smash hit, Barbie. We saw it. We watched it. Sam, what'd you think? This movie is great. It's so much fun. It's like just the perfect little weird, campy summer comedy um and i was really into it i thought it was really fun i had a good time um obviously there is like stuff that i can't connect with in this movie the specifics of of the like uh female experience and and all that sort of stuff but i thought it was still beautifully done i could i could tell by the energy in the room how much it was affecting the people that i was watching it with and I just I just thought it was really beautiful and and uh, really really fun. Just a blast from top to tail. Uh, yeah, so so a fantastic film and and a great and a great showing for Greta Gerwig. Honestly, uh, what are your thoughts on Barbie? Barbie's great. It's an awesome old movie. It's so fun. I, yeah, no, this was everything I wanted it to be. It it was great. It was fun. It was beautiful. It was funny. It was consistently funny. It was Mm -hmm. interesting. I loved everything about it. It's so funny, too. That's my thing. It's so funny. It was so funny. Dang. Uh. I did. I do want to say, uh, I think Demi Adejuebe mentioned this in his Letterboxd review. Um, I just want to see exactly what he said, because I was like, oh, yeah, that's that. That's the thing. Um. Yeah, the worst I can say, this is quoting Demi, uh, the worst I can say about it is that I'm too online for some of the jokes to slam dunk, but even those work on occasion solely because of Greta Gerwig's execution. That's a fun way to put it. (laughs) Which I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly it. Some of those jokes didn't land because I just am on Twitter too much, but it still works. Like you're on Twitter too much, so you've seen a lot of the jokes? No, in in the sense of like, oh, this is like the this is just a joke. Not that exact joke, but I've seen this type of joke so many times. If that makes sense. And you, do you think that's bad? Generally? I'm just saying that I'm I'm just saying it's it's why some of the jokes didn't land for me. It's still a very funny movie. Uh-huh. But just like there are bits in this movie that I was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm on Twitter." Okay. I too I too am on the internets. Okay. Huh. You know? Yeah. Did you not feel that? Did you not get any of the I guess not. Is that not a shared Or maybe I did. (laughs) We'll get into it. You'll hear you'll hear my thoughts and and queries about the movie. Um Yeah, there was that and like there was something else he said. Great slam yeah. dunk of a movie. It is a slam dunk. We're gonna get, we're gonna get AI movies. One of these days, they're gonna see how it goes. We're gonna see what an AI like TV show or a movie is. And I believe like Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny and Ant Man Quantumanium is gonna be like lumped in with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're going to have a renaissance of movies. I think this is a great time to be an artist. I think it's a beautiful time. I think we're going to get great things. I think Barbie, everything, everywhere, all at once. I think Oppenheimer, we'll talk about that later. Top Gun Maverick, we're getting this renaissance of these types of movies. 
of real I've been movies. Telling you. Of, I've been like, telling you. I've said this before, but like Martin Scorsese cried and people called. People rose to the occasion. I've been <laughs> telling you this. I love the Fableman so much, but like. It's different. It's a different type of movie. I'm I'm just saying I've been telling you this. I've been telling you that fucking movies are not gonna die. We're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, we're still gonna get AI movies. I cannot stress that. We're still gonna get we're still gonna get AI movies, but movies are not gonna die. (laughs) No no eyes. The forever looks the forever quadri. Of welcome back. Me going, it's dead. And you going, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I promise. It's going to be fine. Um, but as of right movies now, yeah. have been dying since they movies have been dying since they added sound. Like it's going to be fine. AI scary. Both. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, you want to just go into the cast? Yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, we have, uh, Helen Mirren as the narrator. Great. Who, who doesn't love Helen, Helen Mirren? Perfect voice. Couldn't imagine anyone else doing it. Yeah. Just the best. Uh, we got Will Ferrell as the Mattel CEO. So good. It is so good. a skill comedy and Will Ferrell reminds you of that. It is a yeah, skill you, you hold. He's got it. There was a moment where they were uh, spoilers for Barbie. Yeah, spoilers. Go see it. I know Sam agrees with this one. Go see it. Come back and listen Go to it. Go see it. And listen Go to see us, it. I should it's say. It's super fun. It's a fun time at the movie. It's a perfect summer movie. Perfect summer it movie. Is. It um, is. Get dressed up. Sea of pink. Sea of pink. Sea of pink. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, there's a moment where Barbie escapes from Barbie World and the guy plays telephone to Will Ferrell saying, mm-hmm. and all the executives whisper in his ear. And then Will Ferrell like faints. I died laughing. The way he it's does it. It's, it's, it's very good. <laughs> it's the it's way he falls. Oh, he's the greatest. Uh... It's... Also, I wrote this in my letterbox review. I think it's a great choice to cast Buddy the Elf as the CEO in this type of movie. It's just uh, yeah. of the thread of cinema. <laughs> and and to to jump ahead a little bit, also the dad from the Lego movie. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, we also have uh, Rhea Perlman showing up for a couple scenes. That was that was nice. Um, yeah. We have Ariana Greenblatt uh, as Sasha and America Ferrera as Gloria, the real people. Yes, Amer- America um, Ferrera. She was great. It was great to see her. I felt like I haven't seen her in a while. I know she's been doing stuff, but. She's been doing stuff. I didn't. I didn't love. I liked her performance, except for her really long monologue. You didn't like the monologue. I didn't like the monologue. It just felt like it. It felt like it hadn't been worked on a whole lot. It felt like ooh, all right. Like it felt like the first couple of rehearsals of of an actor doing a monologue, where it's like okay. We see your ideas, but you're not there yet. And you got to work on it some more. Was it? And, and yeah, it just it just didn't land for me. Okay. I liked her monologue. I felt it, it worked. I bought it. I was like, yeah. It, it, of rally, rallying up Margot Robbie's Barbie. Uh, I think... It worked for me. I was I was a fan. It just it felt to me like a monologue that was like out of place because it it was like she had worked on it on her own. It felt like an audition monologue happening in a play. 
if that makes any sense. I do get what you mean. Right? Like, this is a monologue that works on its own, sure, and this performance of it works on its own, but in context of the rest of the thing, it doesn't. Do you feel like the movie hits pause for that scene? What I don't... No, I don't think the movie hits pause. I just think this monologue is just kind of like, this is out of place, and this doesn't quite fit everything else that's been happening for a number of different tonally and and performance-wise and all this different stuff. It's like, oh, this works as an audition piece, but it's not working here um it felt a lot like america ferrera worked on that monologue i don't know if this is true obviously but it felt like it was a monologue that america ferrera worked on by herself and then just did that on set instead of like actually working with the people who were in the scene i hear you i get you yeah so that's why i kind of was just like eh, this this performance isn't landing for me in this in this moment okay but i thought the rest of her stuff was pretty good so i hear you yeah um then we have uh michael sarah as alan oh how fun how fun was michael's friend all of ken's clothes fit him uh he was great i loved i love michael sarah uh he's just fun he's just fun he is just fun and it's such a fun use of his character and that doll actually exists which is fun yeah yeah <laughs> ken's friend, friend alan <laughs> yeah. ken's friend alan um and then uh we have john cena scott evans and kudigawa kensley ben adir and simu Liu as ken yeah all, All the Kens were great, right? All the Kens were great. Um, who played Malcolm X in One Night in Las in Las Vegas? That's not what it's called. One Night in Miami. Uh, is he in it? Yes, he is. He's 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 the other kid. He's Ryan Gosling's kid's best friend. I don't even need oh, to uh, say black but kid, Kingsley but, you know. Kingsley Kingsley Benadier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. it wasn't popping up on his like this actor is known for on his IMDb. So I was like, what? I don't think so. Um he I really loved he was so funny. I just He was very funny. They the com the the comic timing was great. You know you're good when you do yeah. drama and comedy like this. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Simu Liu is also really funny. Gets a yes, lot of the... very good. I'm glad there's a Marvel hero in here somewhere. <laughs> it's yeah. perfect. It is... Yeah. And... Yeah. All the kids were great. They fit perfectly. Really... They were all funny. John yeah, Cena's... Yeah, I really felt like they were just all having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, seemed like a fun set. It seemed like a great set. Uh, okay, and now we have Nicola Coughlin, Dua Lipa, Rita, Ryu, Aria, Anna Cruz, Kane, Sharon Rooney, Hari Neff, Emma Mackey, Alexandra Ship, Kate McKinnon, and Issa Rae as Barbie. All the Barbie. Uh, again, uh, all the Barbies work. Love every single They're one all of them. great. They're all good. They're all super fun. They all fit with, uh, uh, you know, what they're supposed to do. Yeah. There's not a weak yeah. link in the group. No, there is not. They're all they're all fantastic, and it also seems like they're just having a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, Kate McKinnon. So, I love Kate McKinnon. Oh, I'm a big fan of Kate she's, McKinnon. She's uh, great. It's been it's been a long time since Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's been a long. It's been a long been time a since minute. Ghostbusters. Remember Ghostbusters. We've, we've come a long way. We've come a long <laughs> way since Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, oh, dang. And also Issa Rae, I thought great. Also, everyone yeah. is dumb, dumb, stupid hot in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! 
Ryan Gosling's abs were a character unto themselves. Issa Rae. Oh, oh my God. Oh, All, too much. Everyone. But yeah, Ryan Gosling, you can't. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee, yeah. oh my. Also, shout out to three different actors from Sex Education being in this fucking movie. That's great. Who all did great. Uh, uh, yeah, Connor Swindles playing a- Aaron Dinkins, the like random Mattel guy uh-huh. in Kurigawa as a as a Ken and Emma Mackey as a Barbie. Um all did fantastic. Apparently and I, and I love Emma Mackey was supposed to do a scene where they were gonna say how similar her and Margot Robbie look, but then she was putting brunette hair and they were like, We don't look similar. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. They have they yeah, if they if Emma Mackey had had blonde hair, they look the same. They would look the same. Yeah. Um but they, I thought they were all great, and I was just like, "Oh man, look at this! Look at all these! Look at all these people coming up!" Stop doing, from, doing stop from stuff. Netflix! Now we have, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, then, of course, our our leading uh, Margot Robbie, and also and also Ryan Gosling. Uh, here's the thing about Ryan Gosling, Barbie, well, and Ken, <laughs> and Ken. You know what I love? Uh, all the white women in the world are gonna have a Django Unchained moment. I love it. And they're gonna get, they're gonna get this movie, and you know who's gonna win? It's gonna be the white guy in the supporting role. The best part of the movie. Yeah, it's gonna be the white guy who in the supporting role is gonna yeah. win the Oscar. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. What? Sorry. <laughs> He's really fucking good in this movie <laughs> like margot robbie is great she's great we can in all the agree movie. margot robbie is fantastic I she love carries margot this robbie. movie oh she's a phenom she's one of the best like she's just she's just phenomenal she's just so good it, it just um, seen her career trajectory i love everything i love yeah. she got to make babylon even if it bobbed yeah, i love it it just yeah the career it's such a great eclectic career she has. It's it's great. She's working with fantastic directors. She's choosing great scripts. Like she's producing wonderful stuff. She's making sure the right people are in the room. Like she's 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 a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. In Hollywood it seems. And I'm and I'm 100% down for that. Yes. She's doing great work. Um I don't know the last time that she had like a miss. I mean, you know. uh, depending on what Suicide Squad. <laughs> but the Suicide Squad is good. Yeah, I remember liking Birds of Prey, but I was a different person when that came out. Birds of Prey, we we both enjoyed. Um, Bombshell, I didn't see. Yeah, I did see. Bombshell. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I don't, I don't like, but I other love. people love it. Mary Queen of Scots, like. I don't. I don't know. She hasn't had a miss in a good in a good number of years. So I think I think Margot Robbie's doing just fine, and she fucking she's great in this movie. But Ryan so Gosling, <laughs> but Ryan Gosling kind of steals the show. I was like every moment that he's on screen is so fucking funny. I was like, I know Ryan Gosling's a funny people. I was, I don't want to say I wasn't buying into the hype, but I was just like, yeah, Ryan Gosling's a goat. Of course he's going to yeah. do good. I didn't realize yeah. quite how good he was. He's About how good him and his Mojo Dojo Casa House yes. are going to be. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The fucking line... When he was like, yeah, as soon as I found out the patriarchy wasn't mainly about horses, I kind of gave up. <laughs> it's so good! He's amazing! It's his he's best so performance, funny. and he's given a lot of great performances. Great performances. It's But he is just, he's so good. He's, he's so, so good, good in this movie. And it just comes out of nowhere. Like, you really don't expect him to be... Like, we love Ryan Gosling. Nice guys, Blade Runner right? 2049, I think, are, like, his two best performances. And now Barbie's up there. Which is crazy. Insane. He is someone... Yeah, no, I am 
Ryan Gosling's incredible. Believe in the hype, ladies and gentlemen. And he has also fully lost his mind on this press tour before it ended because of because of the strike. He is he something changed in his brain making this movie. I and I love it. Apparently people were saying he was too old, which is like there are no in modern cinema, there are no two people who are better to play uh Barbie and Ken than Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. If you'd ask 100%. anyone in 2018 who should say Barbie, who should play Ken, it would be those two. They it makes yeah. sense. They're the two. It is perfect casting for both of them. Like, it's crazy. Oh, and Margot Robbie, just like, just I, I think I still think her best performance is probably Babylon. Babylon's a sick performance from her. It's so good, but this is like stunningly good. Like, it's just it's so heartfelt. It's so honest. It just feels. It feels like you can see how much she cares about making this movie good the whole time. Yes. Just the energy she's bringing to every scene, the vibes that she has, um, like in all the interviews and stuff, how much she clearly loved making this movie and like getting to work with all these wonderful, fantastic women. Yes. Like... She was. She's just so in love with doing this, and and I think that really shows in in the performance, and it makes it kind of elevate it to the to the next level. Of just like, oh man, this is just, it's just nice. It's just lovely. It's just a lovely feeling, the whole time. You know, such a good movie, right? It's so good. It's so fun. It's so funny. Ah, uh, and. It's time. The real star. It's time. The real, the real star film. of this movie. Co-writer yeah. and director. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. A, a fucking powerhouse showing for Greta Gerwig. Great. Like, obviously... I I like Lady Bird, <laughs> and and I love Little Women. I I too love like, Little Women. This is so this is so wonderful to to just. This is a great happen. progression from Little Women. This is yeah. I yeah. How great is this movie? It's so good. So fun. How cohesive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also how, it's, like, willing to, like, be goofy and be silly and be absurd. While talking yeah. about, like, sexism. Like, one thing that did shock me yeah. about this movie. I don't know why, but I thought it was going to be a kid's movie. <laughs> I assumed it was going to be mean, a children's film. It's not not it's for children. Not, yeah, it's not not a children's I'd movie. I'd watch this movie when I was a kid, but but I will say I saw more children in my screening of Oppenheimer than I did in my screening of Barbie. <laughs> You'll learn something. That's today. a real fact. That's You'll a learn real something fact. Today, child. I, I saw I saw a kid who was like maybe ten ish in my screening for Oppenheimer, and I saw zero kids in my screening of Barbie. Dang, I remember watching Ray when I was young. And being like, and that's a movie that sticks with him. There's a moment where his like blind brother trips and drowns, and that just sticks with you when you're ten and you oh, watch no. that. Oh no, <laughs> that just sticks with you. You go, oh, I wonder yeah. what Oppenheimer's gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more children oriented but it's not i think it's better because it's not Um, oh yeah this is this is like the adult version of the lego movie yeah i had a point to make 
Sorry, I interrupted. No, no, you're good. <laughs> Ten-year-old in Oppenheimer, something to bring up. It's a lot. It was it was really weird. But it's a serious... They're walking up the steps, and I was just like, what is this? What's happening? I don't think you're supposed to be here. <laughs> it's a serious subject matter. They're, they are saying, hey, little girls, you do treat... <laughs> hey, little boys... There is a war. You feel this, yeah. You see this, yeah. yeah? You, We're talking yeah, about this, this is happening on a level that you can, you can grasp at that, but you feel yeah. the difference. Yeah. Um, and I think she tackles that in such a way that works. Per that's the triumph. That is the that yeah. she executes it so well. Yeah. Of of gender theory. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and just like, uh, doesn't doesn't let the movie, because I think this movie could feel very like Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Yes, you know it could be very like, you know, neo lib brain. What I was expected, I will say which is it. Exact, which is. Yeah, what fucking ladybird is? <laughs> okay, um, but then I think it, it it Greta handles this material so well that it just like doesn't get anywhere close to that most of the time. I think there are still some jokes that that kind of exist in that world, um, which which were the sort of jokes I was I was mentioning before, where it was like, ah, eh, this is kind of like not. <laughs> It's quite as what I want this to be, but also that could be a Mattel decision. That could be, you know, you know, who right. knows where some of that stuff is coming from. Sometimes uh, um, pullback is good. Sometimes to get a hundred fifty-five million dollar opening, it is. Yeah. Sometimes you do need to pull back, and it is. Yeah. This movie and what it's for everyone. I feel like I just yeah. anyone who wouldn't like this movie, I just wouldn't get. If you don't like, you no. know, it's funny. Can I tell you something? This is a funny story. I met one of Kelly's Please, friends. Yeah. Uh, and I met their husband. And I said, because, what you know, when I meet people for the first time, I go, okay, let's pivot this to movies. I can talk about movies all day. No matter what movie, yeah. I can do it. He you can didn't like it. movies. And just uh -huh. as a concept, just didn't. Loved TV, <laughs> loved books, but uh, why a movie? But why would I watch a movie? Didn't do it. Why would I spend three hours watching a movie when I can spend nineteen hours watching a show or nineteen hours reading a book? Why would I watch a movie? Mm. And I was like, okay, I love meeting people like this because I'm like, my whole life is movies. How have you been spending yeah. your time on this earth? <laughs> what have you yeah. been doing? I've just been sitting alone in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then at one point, Kelly was like, well, you, if you like different movies, if you want to see something, maybe you should watch a movie. Uh, maybe you should watch Everything Everywhere All at Once. And then he said, I heard that movie was about sausages. <laughs> and I was like, you're not wrong. Don't let them tell you you're, you're wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. It is a movie about sausages. It's not a movie the about sausages. Sausages are important. The uh, sausages are important. I don't know why I brought that up. I wanted to. Why not? Um, we can talk about stuff. I, uh, it's also, because I can't spend a day without talking about it, like Succession, the character of Chevroy. Oh. Oh my god! I feel like it's such oh, succession. We're in such. I a... just, I just saw Connor's wedding again, and 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 I had to take a break. <laughs> yeah, it really hit you. <laughs> How is the second this rewatch it for you? It's great. It's so good. Seeing all of, like knowing how it ends, and seeing all the little things that they're doing early on to set up the like ultimate ending is so it's so juicy it's so juicy it's so good off ah, succession so fucking good. it is good but like i wonder if shiv shiv roy would like this movie that's that's 
Ooh. Do you think Shiv Roy Shiv would Roy. like this movie? Would Shiv Roy like Barbie? I think she would. I think she would mainly like it just to spite Roman and Kendall. For liking Oppenheimer? Yeah. Well, Kendall would go see Barbie and say that he liked it more, but he would be lying. He would... He Roman would only go see Oppenheimer and and just not even think about Barbie. Yes, exactly. But Kendall would would say on Twitter that he loved Barbie. But Picard closed doors every time he brings up Oppenheimer. He would go, I know it's not competition, but but, but comparatively yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. two, yeah. Oppenheimer is working on a such different level. <laughs> I yeah. can see it. The scene is not even written. <laughs> yeah. And then Tom would prefer Barbie. But would say that he preferred Oppenheimer. Yes. Because Logan wouldn't see either of them. Yeah, I was like, Logan wouldn't see either of them. Logan. Logan's not going to the movies. No, no, he's watching ATN, eating a hamburger. Yeah. But Tom would assume that Logan would like Oppenheimer, it's so Tom would say... the greatest show ever made. Oppenheimer. But anyway, and then and then Greg would be dressed in all pink, going to see both of them, and he would and he would love both, I think. But Shiv would like Barbie. I think Shiv would like Barbie. I <laughs> to go back to the <laughs> to go back to the root of it. Shiv would like Barbie. Yeah. Yes. Um. My thing is, I feel like Shiv Roy is, I think, Succession. And I don't know. I'm just a man. I can't say these things, but I I am. But like, I feel like it takes that neoliberal girl boss, gaslight girl boss. What'd you say? Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Yeah. I think like succession puts that on its head. It, it interrogates it to it the to the highest degree. Yeah. Where, well, no, because you need a super majority. To pop, pop, pop. <laughs> that's it. That's the moment. That's it. That's it. Well, yeah. No, you need a super majority. To bit of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I feel like with Barbie, Barbie also does that. And I'm curious because you feel like it doesn't do it to its full extent to Mattel's decision, to Greta Gerwig as a producer's decision. Yeah, who knows? But do you also feel like, to a larger extent, to like what the movie accomplish, does it fall more in line with Succession than it does with uh, what's a movie that everyone hates? What's a what's a? <laughs> I know they exist. Girls, I like girls. <laughs> you like girls. I think girls do um... deep. <laughs> um. I just it's I just think that succession is like on some level kind of kind of yeah what you said like interrogating the like girl boss thing a little bit not fully like it's it's part of the it's part of succession but it's not obviously the main thing in succession um whereas I don't think Barbie is doing it like at all like I think Barbie is just kind of like being a good good feminine good feminist lit- literature in a sense. Okay. Where it's not kind of pushing it into this like like women rule the world sort of thing. It's like no no no. People are people. They're complicated and weird and they and they want different things and they can and that's okay. People can want different stuff. It's much more like, about the human condition. <laughs> yeah, it's more about like oh just respect people for who they are and just kind of live and let live in a sense rather than this like kind of quote unquote just to just to categorize it as like the woke feminism stuff compared to like actual intelligent feminism like lit that is that is critical of of things but is still able to be like well this is a problem for everybody and this is like an issue that's affecting the world and like 
all that sort of stuff rather than just like men suck and women are great and that's it i got this shit like i got a book (laughs) oh he's pulling out the second sex hell yeah i don't know i can't read the rest of it yeah it's 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 Um, gender theory (laughs) yeah i think i think barbie is engaging in like in in more of that stuff rather than the sort of like online the like terminally online woke yes feminism stuff that gets kind of messy and weird and and you know at the heart of it is probably good intentions but is also used to to kind of put down the world and is usually like that that like white liberal feminism where it's like it's still pretty racist and it's still very ableist and still very exclusionary to, to other groups. J.K. Rowling, Besides just like, yeah, it's very turfy. Um, But Barbie is not doing any of that stuff. Barbie is just like, I think, obviously we're too, like, we're too masculine people on this fucking podcast. We don't have the same sorts of, of course Deep understanding but of, it, of this stuff but this is this is how it's hitting me at least it's the thing i've been saying since up two. moonlight's not about being black and gay moonlight's about it's being not. lonely it's this a, movie's is, about figuring is. yourself out is about figuring out why yeah. you are tapping and also how yeah. like we're all put in these boxes God, yeah, it's, don't it's you so love beautiful. movies? I'm about to I punch, love punch my wall. God! Yeah. And it's and it even like literally tries to put Barbie in a box. Yes. That is a literal thing that it does early on in this film. Greta Gerwig. They literally it. try to tie her down into a box, and Margot Robbie says, no, no, no. Actually. Not not actually, not this. You know what Greta Gerwig is doing that after stuff. This? No, what's her next thing? I hope she runs away. She's doing an adaptation of Chronicles of Narnia for Netflix. Oh! Chronicle of Narnia! Yeah! I did hear about that. I think that's cool. Yeah, The so Greta Gerwig is making the Bible? Yes. Crazy. But. That'll be interesting, I'm sure. I like Greta Gerwig. I just don't want Netflix. You're... you're I eh. ah, see. I it's knew not, I'd get you. I knew I'd get you. It's look. It's gotta. Ha- it's gonna happen. Like this is like. Oh, I don't want. Oh, I don't want this to happen on this thing. Oh, I don't want that happen on this thing. What the fucking? Just let people make move. Just let people get their money and make movies. Like these are not she the people. Just made a hundred and fifty million. And the, I really. They are pulling. I told Sam this before we started recording that Warner Brothers is potentially going to pull Dude push it back to next year due to the strike yeah showing that they're they don't want the actors to promote it they are willing to really wait till december i i i i've been thinking since barbenheimer since literally walking out of oppenheimer i was like what's next i know scorsese has a movie coming out this year i know david fincher has a movie coming out this year yeah what else (laughs) what else we got like we have TMNT in a couple of weeks. We got in theory Dune is in November. Um, I want to see Hot Flowers of the Killer, Killers of the Flower Moon, obviously also coming up. Um, but I'm just there's, like there's stuff if they're going if they're thinking about pushing those movies back. There are some movies that are gonna stick, but a Scorsese Flowers of the Killer Moon might get pushed back. They can't get. Uh, De Niro and uh, DiCaprio to go around and do press, they might push yeah. it back. Like, that's my thing. I'm just like, <laughs> movie theaters lit- fought off a pandemic, fought off streaming, just greed. Is that what's going to kill it? <laughs> Is greed? <laughs> that was always good. Like, if, 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 if. It is a big if. If. If movie theaters die, it will be because of the greed of of the AMPTP, for sure. Uh, but I'll, I still, I just, I don't think <laughs> that it's going to happen. I don't think movie theaters are going to die. 
movies are like this weekend alone i think proved definitively that it's not gonna happen people are happy and willing to go see movies to go see five hours of movie yes! in one day yes there were so many people who were walking out of oppenheimer who were in their barbie outfit okay so i saw both movies at, like yesterday I did a 2 p.m. Oppenheimer and a 9.40 Barbie because me and my friends wanted to do like dinner and stuff in between. But what a lot of people were doing, we're going to see a 2 p.m. Oppenheimer. That movie ended at like 5.30 and then they were going to see Barbie at 6.40. So there was an hour in between the ending of Oppenheimer and the beginning of Barbie. Like people are willing to do that. People are were excited to do it. Yes. Both of my screenings of Oppenheimer and Barbie were nearly sold out at 2 p.m. on a Sunday and 9.40 p.m. on a Sunday. Like, they were almost sold out, if not sold out. I couldn't quite tell when I was in Barbie if, if the f- whole first row was sold out or not. But, like, Oppenheimer was... The, I saw almost no empty seats in Oppenheimer. In, like, one of the bigger theaters in, in the city. Uh-uh. like that's crazy that's so that's like people are happy to do this people want to do this people love going to see the movies like but it might be a little bit because of greed it might be yeah it just like it's it's gonna take like i think i think the the i think it's obviously wonderful that the strikes are happening. Of course, yeah. And that these movies both came out at the same time. I think if if timing if we could have timed it better, I would have pushed Oppenheimer and Barbie a little bit into the fall so that it was a bit later into the strike. Yes. Potentially. And it was kind of a bigger impact. Like obviously the writers have been striking for, you know, nearly three months now. And the actors have been on strike for a couple of weeks. But I think it I think it could have been more impactful to see, oh, even two, three months into this strike, people are still going out to see. Like, obviously, Barbary is not technically like an original IP. Right, and we can talk about it. But like, <laughs> but like, it's it's a very original, heartfelt movie. And Oppenheimer is also a very original, heartfelt movie. And I think showing that people are willing to spend across the world half a billion dollars in three days is a big deal and and so i don't i don't think that movie theaters are going to die because this is this is too big of a thing to fail almost i just i don't know man and you're in New York, like you have a million theaters, and you have indie. The- we have like one independent theater in all of Edmonton, That's and it's truth. great. I'm probably I'm I'm trying to go there in the next couple of days because it's playing Past Lives. It's great. I want to see it so bad. It's I'm, great. I'm, I'm gonna try and see it tomorrow. Um, but like you know, I think smaller theaters obviously always are at the risk of, of dying. But that was already happening because of Disney and Netflix bullshit anyway, because they were clo- they were shutting them out with Marvel movies. And, and the reason why we're in the strike in the first place, exactly. Um, but I I mean AMC, Cineplex, Regal, these places are are not going away because if they go away, like these companies don't make any money. That's that's just a fact. If 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 people can't go out in droves to see fucking Blue Beetle, then people are, are like you're, they don't make any money. I feel so bad for Blue Beetle. Do you? That trailer is not very good. No, but 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 the first Latin major Latin superhero. Yeah, that's nice. That's that's great. I'm, uh, you know, but also, <laughs> it doesn't dead. doesn't look great. Also, yeah. I feel bad for the Marvels. I don't feel bad for the Marvels. I feel bad for Nia DaCosta. <laughs> that's who I feel. Bad I feel for. bad for yeah. I feel bad for Nia DaCosta. I'm just sure. like, oh, that movie's going. That movie's gonna bomb. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Blue Beetle's not going to do well. Oh, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. But they're in for they're Barbie. in for some rough. But we got Barbie and we got Oppenheimer. Two phenomenal films. Potentially the best from both of these directors. I would like, say definitely the best from both of these directors. That is like, uh, leading into my I to the Oppenheimer. I talk. could, I could argue Little Women for for Greta Gerwig. I I love Little Women. I think Little Women is is a fucking phenomenal film. I love Barbie. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to watch Barbie like every year. Yeah, watching watch Little Women. During Christmas, watch Barbie I, during the summer. Big Bang That's Bowl. not a bad idea. But I'm just saying. I don't I had that urge to watch Little Women constantly as soon as I finished watching Little Women for the first time. And I haven't had that feeling with Barbie. Oh, see, I have. I'm like, when's the next time I've seen Barbie? Both movies. Oh, okay. Both five hours. I'm like, okay, what am yeah. I next doing both? <laughs> yeah. That, but you do that with every movie, so that's not really special. Hey, I don't do that with every movie. <laughs> I you do that with most movies. I didn't do it with with uh, Shazam. No one did. Wow, what a no! No one did. Um, and I, I, I would, I could, I could definitely say that Oppenheimer is no one's best for sure. It's it's fucking good, but that's next week. I do um, want to talk about it anything... being a toy commercial. Before okay. we go, yeah, because uh, it's also a Chevrolet commercial. <laughs> they were selling Chevrolets at AMC, not cars. Were they really toys? Toy cars. They cost that's, sixty dollars. That's pretty funny. I was like, because this movie was heavily a Chevrolet commercial. If I was still working here, I would have taken ten. It would have taken Ted and given it all. To, hey, here's a Barbie. I hope you like it. Here's a Barbie. Here you go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Here's a Barbie Chevrolet. A pink Barbie. Yeah. Put your action figures in it. <laughs> Take them to a tea party. Take them to a tea party. Uh, it's funny. I was ordering a hot dog for Barbie because that's what I do. That was my Barbie snack. Uh-huh. <laughs> A hot dog. And a woman, there was a crack, and AMC sold out. It sold out of the toys. And she was like, but I want a different one. Can I get for a less price, or can I do, can I get something? Because it's cracked. And they were like, no, it's the last one. So if you don't want it, we'll just refund you. (laughs) And we will sell it to someone else. Jesus. See, that's what's going to kill movie theaters. (laughs) (laughs) But consumerism. The point of this movie, consumerism. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I want to buy a Mojo Dojo Casa house. You, we were just talking about. You want to get? I'm kid enough. <laughs> I'm yeah. Mattel is selling the tie dye. I am Knuff fuzzy hoodie, and it's ninety dollars, and I want it. <laughs> like, but that's the problem. Like, that's the that's the problem. Do you are you gonna look at me and tell me that you do not want a fuzzy tie dye? Of course I do. I am Kenuff. My my birthday is June fourth, so you can buy it and save it for a year. Uh, <laughs> my birthday's in November. You don't even have to wait a year. <laughs> I like Lego Movie, right? But I was in high school when Lego Movie came out, so I wasn't thinking this way. But like Lego Movie is the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, and and to dive a little deep into Christopher Nolan, I was saying this to you uh, before we were recording. Uh, it's it's Christopher Nolan saying, "I feel so ashamed for making Batman into like a real movie, into like a real Michael Mann movie." Because now look at us. Yeah. <laughs> now look what we've done. Now it's just you. Yeah. If you want a real movie made, if you want like an actual real movie made, it has to be Barbie. It has to be uh, uh, these things. It, it is. I don't know. It's not Greta what, Gerwig's what, fault. It's not the movie's fault. This is our culture at large. <laughs> I mean, every Marvel movie is a toy commercial. Yes, that's my point. 
Okay, I just I'm confused as to what you want. Do you want what do you want to talk about here? That, You're just saying it out loud. <laughs> I just think I just it is it is something to think about. That every movie that we see is made to make money, or no, that we are is part Oppenheimer of the horrible cycle of capitalism. Is Oppenheimer Oppenheimer's bait? Oppenheimer's based on a book. It's based on a book. But that's it. It's telling a deeper story. It's not trying okay. to sell. It's not trying to sell you something. It's trying to sell me to go see the movie and buy a book. Not buy the book. The movie doesn't say, "Hey, buy this book." It doesn't not say buy this book. It doesn't not say buy this book. And at the end of a of a three hour phenomenal masterpiece of a film, it does say, "Hey, also this is based on a book." I'm just saying. Feel this way about Top Gun Maverick. Feel this way. Top Gun Maverick is American propaganda. Like I don't know. Like we can love it all we want, but it is still military propaganda. You should watch American Made. <laughs> but I guess you're right, right? You're. Not... I'm just. <laughs> I, I, I just said should... like every. Everything <laughs> we watch has an ulterior motive. <sighs> No one is. No one is making succession. Fucking does everything it everywhere? Succession wants you to have a fucking HBO subscription. Like everything we watch, yeah. It, like the artists are doing their art thing and, and blah blah blah. But like, just the fact that it is being made on a service that you have to pay for means that it is being made to make money for that service. That's just that's just how it works. Stranger Things is made because it makes Netflix more so get more inside. Bo Burnham's inside. Bo Burnham's inside is made so that Netflix can make money. These things can still we can still say that these things are genuinely wonderful, amazing pieces of art that affect us very deeply, and we can love them all we want. But every single thing we watch is made to make money, one way or another. But it's a doll. There is. But it's a doll. It's not a book. It's a doll. Okay. So, something to think about. It's still it's still made to make money, is it not? Like like if we exist in a capitalist world, we everything we do is to make money. We're doing this podcast in theory to make money. We don't make any money, but but in theory. Yeah, that makes us good artists. Don't let anyone tell you different. Don't let anyone tell you different, Sam. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good. I'm just, I'm just saying. This is, this is what's happening. You got any more thoughts? I really feel that that, that rum punch. I can't tell you. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the mai tai's hit. Yeah, the mai tai's hit it. You're, your canned Mai Tai is hitting. Uh, I have I have nothing else. I loved I loved Barbie. I it's gonna be a fantastic film. I will be recommending it to people all year. It'll be nice um, to watch it at the end of the year. It will be. It'll be so lovely to revisit this movie when it comes time for like our tips and tops. And Ryan Gosling is is on all of our lists. Ryan Gosling's really about to win an Oscar for a comedic role. He's really about to win an Oscar by playing Ken in the Barbie movie. He's really about to do that, is he? Let's see. It's let's see. Crazy. There might be a Robert De Niro in your way. Who knows? Who knows? But there might be. But also, I'm just Ken. Anywhere else, I'd be a ten. It's great. It's perfect. Because I am Kenneth. It's the best. <laughs> um, my name is Sam Bandiger. And I am Andrew Thomas. Thanks and so much we for are the Ken podcast. enough. Ken enough. We are Kenneth. <laughs> um... Uh, thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. You can find us all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find all of the links to that stuff on our link tree, link tree slash welcome back pod. 
you can follow follow the podcast, like the podcast, review review the podcast, like the pod, like the tracks, review the tracks, all the different things, and all the different podcatchers of your choice. It's a fantastic way to support the show. But as always, the absolute best way to support the show is something that Andrew will tell you now. Hi, Barbie. Go tell Hi, your Barbie. other Barbies. Tell your kids and tell the Allen in your life to listen to us. Listen to us. Damn. Listen to us on your big beach beach day parties. Listen to us on your disco nights. Listen to us on your girl nights. You might learn more about yourself. You'll definitely learn more about us. Uh, uh, at your girl nights, just ignore my comments about Lady Bird. I feel like it'll just anger the crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lori Maycap you- is great. But, uh, but just tell you your ever, friends. Are you ever worried that you are the Allen? <laughs> worry? Why would that be a worry? I wouldn't worry if I was Allen. I'm just, I'm just curious. I because you can't say like I am Allen and Allen enough. It doesn't work. Allen enough is enough. Allen enough isn't nothing. So Allen is really the disposable. Cheeky bugger, isn't he? I, th- I he might be, and so I'm just I'm just curious. Uh oh.